Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies Today. With a four-game sweep, the Phillies match their win total from last year. They now sit at 87-69 and 69 on the year with just about, what, six or seven games left to play. They have uh, three games set that we're going to get into uh, with Pittsburgh. Um, and then to end the season, they have a set with the Mets. Um, and I'll actually be at the game on Sunday. Go with my good friend Matt Musico. Shout out to Matt. Uh, we're going uh, to City Field to watch uh, the Phils and Mets play on Sunday. And the magic number, the most important thing here, magic number is now down to number one. One. And I'm going to get into the scenarios here in just a second um, because that's the most important thing, obviously, um, that you guys want to know about. Because I get confused on these scenarios daily. I hate this time of year. I'm just kidding. I love this time of year, but I also hate this time of year because it's like 50 different scenarios when it comes to like certain teams that are trying to, you know, to get into the playoffs. So I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, yeah. Let's let's get right into it. So the Phillies' magic number is one. So clinching scenarios. The Phillies can just win against the Pirates. Like they all they have to do is win against the Pirates, and they're in the playoffs. Or, even if they don't even have to win, or the Cubs can lose against the Braves, or the Marlins can lose to the Mets. This is all on Tuesday. Phillies have the day off today, um, and they're going to come back after the four-game sweep against the Mets, and those are the scenarios. Or, tonight, the D-backs could lose. I think the game is tonight. I just want to double-check what time the game is tonight for the... uh, so it's actually 105. So the Diamondbacks um, and the Yankees play at 105 today. And the Diamondbacks loss against the Yankees today adds a fourth clinching scenario uh, for the Phils on Tuesday. The Phils, uh, this is according to also, shout out to uh, philliesnation.com, Destiny Legardo in particular. Uh, Destiny Legardo, uh, excuse me, in particular. Um, Phils could also clinch a playoff berth on Tuesday uh, with the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks loss to the White Sox if the D-backs lose to the Yanks on Monday. Uh, a lot of stuff going on there, but like, just focus on just beat the Pirates, and then we won't have to worry about all this other stuff, okay? We'll have to worry about all this other stuff. So those are your scenarios. Um, just keep it simple. Just, just win. Just win, okay? Um, beat the Pirates tomorrow. Let's not make this all confusing. I mean, there are other simple ones there with Cubs and Marlins, but still. 
All right, so let's recap you on yesterday's win. Um, simple, a short recap from the key moments. Bottom of the fourth. Uh, this is where the Phils really did their damage to win this game offensively. JT Romuto uh, gets in to start the, the scoring for the Phils. Two RBI single. Bryce Harper and Bryson Stott would score. 2-0 Phils. Then in the same inning, Nick Castellanos, who has been hot, Mr. Hot Nick Castellanos, two-run home run to make it a 4 nothing lead, and that's literally all the Phillies would need to win this game. Bottom of the fifth, though, Bryce Harper, RBI single. Trey Turner would score. 5 nothing Phils. Top of the sixth, Ronnie Mauricio, one of the Mets' young top prospects, Golf's a two-run homer off of Christopher Sanchez. Uh, five to two fills at that point, and that would be the final score. As in the top of the ninth, Michael Lorenzo would get Pete Alonso to ground out and to end the game, and the Phillies would take game four and take the uh, game four, five to two, and take a four-game sweep against the New York Mets. Um, I mean, look, I was I was going to be happy with three or four. I was going to be happy with three or four. So, I mean, like, you want the four-game sweep? Just keep inching closer to this inevitable inevitable playoff berth. Totally cool with that, too. But Phils get the four-game sweep over the Mets. Um, and let's get right into my game takeaways. I will get into my series takeaways as well. Takeaway number one, obviously Christopher Sanchez. Seven innings, three hits, two earned, 10 Ks. One, 100% one of his best starts as a fill. I mean, if not, his, one, his best start. Because I think he did get have a, a 10 strikeout start uh, before, but he gave up about four earned um, that time out. Uh, I believe that was at least two to three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, something like that. But uh, huge outing from him. Um, I mean... And my, my my biggest takeaway for for Sanchez is he's he's got to be your number four hundred percent. I like Ranger because of the experience at number three, um, but I mean Sanchez at this point he has what eighteen starts on the season, somewhere around that. And uh, I mean he is just dazzled. He is he's been look he's looked better than a number four. He's looked like a number two. He's looked like a number two, um, even like a good ace on some teams. Honestly, if like you're looking at the numbers, um, like a three, four, eight ERA is pretty good. That's a, that you, you know, you can be an ace on a team. It might not be an incredible ace, but you're good. I mean, come on. So, uh, Christopher Sanchez, um, has to be the number, number four starter. Also, one thing I wanted to mention, like the changeup. How nasty is the changeup to watch? He got 16 whiffs on the changeup last night. Um, and, like he had, I want to say he had 10 strikeouts on the changeup. I wouldn't even be surprised putting away guys with that changeup. I'm pretty sure. I, I could be wrong. I thought I saw Pitching Ninja tweet that out. Could be wrong. You guys let me know out there. Let me know on Twitter at Rojas underscore media underscore. Is that, I mean, because this changeup, it seemed like that, uh, was nasty. So Christopher Sanchez, to me, I think he's, he's definitely in the playoff rotation at this point. Uh, Orion Kirkering. Uh, makes his debut for the Phils last night, gets called up from the minor leagues after having uh, an unbelievable minor league year um, down in, I believe, double-A AA and triple-A. I don't know if he didn't make the, the, the hop from from double-A, but I'm pretty sure it was it was double-A and triple-A um, this year for Orion Kirkering. And uh, Michael Lorenzen gets his uh, first save as a Philly, I guess. Um, but he gets some bullpen work, and uh, he was good. He, he did what he needed to do, and he, I mean, he needs to get that confidence back. So for Kirkering, 
two strikeouts in his debut was unbelievable. It was nasty stuff. Um, the one thing I want to want you guys to remember about Ryan Kirkring, like. Uh, you know, we latch on to certain guys. We dislike certain guys um, for whatever reason. And obviously, it seems like most of the fan base um, likes Orion Kirkering. They like the story around him. They like, you know, you see his dad crying and stuff like that. Um, and I think that maybe some fans are, uh, you know, concerned about the bullpen, and rightfully so. I get it. There's there's some concerns, um, but think with your head instead of your heart. You know, there there's some guys that uh, have some experience, um, uh, you know, in the bullpen. Maybe like in I, I know like, and they haven't been great. They, Andrew Bellotti's kind of been up and down, uh, you know, between both the majors and the minors uh, this season. Um, I think he's on the forty man, um, but you know, just just be careful. Be careful. It's still a tryout for Kirkering. Um, I would love for him to, you know, grasp this last week here, and um, maybe he does make the postseason roster because, I mean, he's just been uh, incredible in the minors, and he looked good uh, in his first debut. But let's be careful. Um, Michael Lorenzen, like I said, gets the gets his first save there, um, gets a strikeout, um, you know, after being moved from the rotation to the bullpen. For me, it's just hopefully he, he can gain some confidence before the postseason. That's the biggest thing for me with Michael Lorenzen. Just gain some confidence before he gets to the playoffs um, because they'd like to use you as a bullpen piece, uh, you know, um, hopefully for a long postseason run. So, Michael Lorenzen, just get some confidence. Third takeaway from this game, JT Romuto. Big two RBI, what was it, single, double, uh, whichever it was. Um, and yet Nick Castellanos another bomb stays hot so I'll start Rio Muto here um he goes 60 in the series six for 16 one homer three runs scored two stolen bases in the series uh overall and he was a big part um in getting the scoring started this game it's important for JT I think because it's it's been pretty obvious um you know JT's home numbers have not been great uh and we want JT to get going to help out the offense heading into the postseason because he's one of the guys where it's like, okay, Turner's gotten it going. Harper's gotten it going. Cassie's gotten it going. Boehm's been great. Stott, all these guys, it's like, oh, well, I mean, Schwarber too. The only one left is is JT Romuto. So it's important for Romuto um, to kind of get hot here, and he has been over the last like six, seven games, um, and he was in the series. So we need to get him going into the postseason. And then Nick Castellanos, like I said, stays hot. One for two, a homer and a walk in this game. Um, you know, hits the hits the bomb that would seal uh, the game for the Phils uh, as far as the scoreboard would go. Uh, and his last seven games, man, nine for 24, five homers, 11 ribbies, two walks, 407 on base percentage. Nick Castellanos um, has been hot, and hopefully he can keep this up going into the postseason, and hopefully maybe he'll make some clutch clutch defensive plays uh, in the playoffs as well, just like he did last year. So those are my game takeaways. Again, um, Sanchez, rotation, number four, has got to be the guy heading into the playoffs. Kirkering and Lorenzen, um, you know, both – did well. We'll see. Uh, Romuto and Cassianos, they stay hot. Series takeaways. Uh, first obvious takeaway is four-game sweep. And like I mentioned earlier, love it that you take the four-game sweep. You stomp on the Mets that have had a disappointing season. Uh, 
you know, and you take less pressure off yourself heading into the last uh, week of the year here. And again, your magic number is at one now. Your magic number is at one. So you're taking pressure uh, off of yourself um, heading into uh, to a to the last week here, where they're inevitably going to get the get into the postseason, and hopefully, you know, instead of unless there's like a you know a real like bad week here, have that number one spot um, heading into the playoffs because I would you know would love that number one spot still, obviously. Uh, closer situation, uh, last takeaway here because that's been like the the talk, and it seems like it's been the talk, uh, you know, the Phillies bullpen since Brad Lidge having his 08 per, literally perfect you know uh as far as in terms of saves go uh perfect season seems like there's always like a closer situation that we're trying to take care of i mean you didn't really find it last year and literally until the playoffs with alvarado and Sir Anthony. so i think what's going to happen here um you know jeff hoffman hoffman's been your best reliever i think what it's going to be is you know, I mean, Alvarado was the guy last year. We all remember. Um, I think it's going to be bullpen by committee, and you're going to head into the playoffs and head into the last week here, and you're going to see who has the hot hand. Uh, I mean, I'd go with the experience from last year. I would like Alvarado to be. I think at the end all be all here is look at from look at last year. I know Sir Anthony hasn't had a great year, but I look at last postseason and I say Alvarado's my closer. Um, I don't know how how great I would feel about Sir Anthony being your setup guy. I mean, Jeff Hoffman's literally been your best reliever this year. For what it's worth, I don't see why he can't get the high leverage situation, seventh, eighth innings, um, where the game's on the line, even sixth, um, where you know it might be a close game, game on the line. Alvarado's my closer. Jeff Hoffman can be your setup guy or guy in higher leverage situations, but you also have that option to go to Sir Anthony. Um, you also have the option. Um, in the bullpen with other guys, even Strom's been, you know, pretty solid this year. Uh, Soto's been up and down. Lorenzen, hopefully, he can find it here in the postseason. Um, and uh, and yeah, maybe maybe Orion Kirkring is one of the guys. Who knows? I mean, David Price, right for the Rays, no eight. Wasn't he a rookie then? You never know. I'm not trying to put too much pressure on the young kid, but you never know. That's my heart speaking, not my head. Um, Third takeaway from the series, consistent offense. Just over five runs a game, literally what was five, five, seven, five, I believe, in that order. And so, somewhere around there. So just over five runs a game. Consistent offense was was, was the key here. Um, you did not overload. You didn't score 10 runs a game um, like they have in some of these series, I feel like, as of in the last couple of months. But like that's good. I, I like the offense staying consistent here. Um, it's not like you you're we're winning these games games off the heels of of pitching gems, which are gems are great too. But um, I, I like the consistent offense. Keep the consistency. Consistency is so key when it comes to when it comes to sports and it comes to baseball, especially this time of year. So consistent offense, uh, big deal uh, in this series. Last one. Last uh, last takeaway. Rotation being super solid, and I, I also think I mean that's the, the the offense was super solid this this weekend too. But you know, minus Ranger, like having like you know, you look at his stat line, it was like six and two thirds, four earned, like solid start. But besides that, like you know, if Ranger has an even better start, maybe maybe gives up a few less runs and goes like seven innings. I mean, your your rotation ha- had a has a great 
great series. Um, but, you know, Ranger has the game that he has. Tywan Walker was good. Zach Wheeler, you know, we we need Wheeler to be that ace, and he was that um, in, uh, you know, in game three. And then Christopher Sanchez has the start that he has. Um, so everybody, you know, minus Ranger, like Taiwan, Wheeler, Sanchez, all good this weekend. Ranger, you could say was solid, but you'll take that, especially uh, in a series against the Mets where, you know, the Mets offensively uh, haven't been as good as they have been in the past where you have a lineup there where you have like Alonzo, McNeil, Nimmo, uh, Lindor. Um, you saw what Ronnie Mauricio can bring to the table as a young prospect uh, coming up for the Mets. So good, good job uh, by the rotation this weekend uh, to put away the Mets uh, in a four-game series. So, again, my series takeaways, the four-game sweep, uh, I love it. Uh, the closer situation with the bullpen, I think you still think bullpen by committee, but I think Alvarado's your closer. Maybe Hoffman's your setup guy slash um, high leverage, and then you'll move around the other guys as needed. Consistent offense, and uh, the rotation super solid. So those are my series takeaways um, coming off the Mets uh, this weekend. So let's preview uh this week's uh, slate against the Pirates, and then after the Pirates, uh, the Phils head out to New York and will face the Mets for a three-game set, right? And I'm going to be – am I going to be at the series finale? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm going to be at the, the season finale, the 30th. Or no, that's that's the second to last game because October 1st is the last game. Um, so three-game set with Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh comes into uh, – this series overall offense is 22nd in run scored this year starting pitching 24th in ERA relief pitching 18th in ERA there's no reason the Phillies shouldn't take 2 of 3 and especially just get this game 1 win on uh t- tomorrow and you're going to have uh Aaron Nola on the mound by the way um starting in that game 1 um, and how ironic would it be that Nola uh, won, uh, or, you know, as the last start against the Astros last year and they get into the postseason? Um, how ironic would it be? Maybe Nola has this start and they get into the postseason again. Um, and also, the Pirates, 6-4 and four in their last 10 games coming into this series against the Phils. So Tuesday, Tuesday is a 6.40 start time. You're going to get Nola versus Mitch Keller. Uh, Wednesday, you're going to get Ranger Suarez versus Johan Oviedo. Thursday, 6.05, Wheeler versus Luis Ortiz. We saw what Wheeler and Ranger um, did this weekend against uh, against the Mets. Um, Nola will be coming off an outing um, against Atlanta that saw him six innings, two earned, eight strikeouts. So a pretty uh, pretty good good outing um, from Aaron Nola. And you know, last couple starts have been good. Uh, I, all I can say with Aaron Nola, he's been so inconsistent this year. Hopefully, he has saved the consistency heading into the postseason. Hopefully, he has a good start here against Pittsburgh. We don't have to worry about too much, um, and we can just slide into the postseason. Hopefully, uh, a uh, a consistent Aaron Nola. Hopefully, I mean, wouldn't it be crazy if, if it just been such a thing with Aaron Nola? Like last year in September, he changes the narrative, and he is a. You know, totally different pitcher in September, especially after they made the trade for Syndergaard and the the depth of the rotation is different. This year they trade for Lorenzen and 
add some depth to the rotation, but Nola has just been so inconsistent that he has not made his September numbers look great. So, I don't know. It would be the most Nola thing ever if Nola goes into the postseason and is just has a memorable postseason, like an all-time Phillies postseason. That would be insane. Um, so that's your preview for the series against Pittsburgh. Also, um, they will be going against Mitch Keller, who is technically supposed to be like their ace. Um, he does. He's second on the team in B WAR with 2.7, and comes into this game with a 4.25 ERA. Um, he had a better start to the year. I guess he's had. He's kind of fallen off a little bit, but he does have some talent uh, as far as starting pitching goes. And then around the league, just to to round out um, some of the scores from yesterday, and uh, let's just updated look at the wild card. So Phillies 87-69. Um, First spot, Arizona eighty two and seventy three. Arizona has been stupid hot eighty two and seventy three, which means they're due to have a horrible uh, first round if they do make the playoffs. Um, the Cubs eighty two and seventy four. They hold that last spot. A lot of people expected Chicago to be that last team or be the second team for a while because they had that second spot. But Arizona has overtaken them. Um, but technically, Arizona has not played as many games, right? But Arizona will be making up for that by playing today because the Cubs don't play today, right? Cubs do not play today. So there you go. Um, so we'll see there uh, as Arizona plays the Yankees today. Miami 81-75. and They're a game back of the Cubs. Two and a half is Cincinnati. They're not out of it. San Diego and San Francisco, I te- think technically, are still in it. Um, San Fran 77-79. and San Diego 77-79. and I don't think they're eliminated. I think as far as I can understand there's there's still have a shot but after that pittsburgh doesn't have a shot that's obviously 11 years back all that so um and just a few scores uh from yesterday we'll get you guys updated on um let's see dodgers beat the giants three to two padres over the cardinals 12 to two uh, Tigers over Oakland in Oakland, 2-0. Seattle loses to Texas with the Rangers at home, 9-8. The Cubbies, big win there at home in the wild card race over the, the Rockies in a tight one, 4-3. Minnesota over uh, the Angels, 9-3. Um, Kansas City beats Houston at home, uh, 6-5. Milwaukee loses to the Fish, 6-1. to one. And then also Cincinnati uh, loses to the Reds, 4-2. to Those are a couple of scores from yesterday. And then looking at the slate of games from today, there are only four games. Uh, the Again, the, the Arizona game is one to watch today at 105. Arizona um, and the Yankees uh, at Yankee Stadium. Texas and the LA Angels, um, 9.38 tonight. Um, and then a couple of more West Coast games. Seattle over or Seattle will be playing Houston, um, 9.40 and then 9.45. San Diego at San Fran, 9.45, another wild card implication game. So those are your uh, matchups for today. And... Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it, man. The Phillies, we all, we all know the Phillies are going to make the playoffs inevitably. But um, take care of business tomorrow. Don't worry about other games. I know they won't. Topper will have them in that mind state of don't worry about other games. You control what you can control. Hopefully Aaron Nola can have a just a really good start. Um, give your offense a chance to win. 
and let's head into the postseason and let's go get that number one seed, baby. I'm ready for Red October. That's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. I will talk to you guys Thursday after we clinch the playoffs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.